Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for listening and welcome to another episode of The Styles Files. I am your host, as always, Alan Styles, and thank you for listening. If you've been listening, shout out to the day ones, to the day zeros. And if you're new, welcome to the best 20 to 60 minutes of your week. I am very excited uh, for this episode. First of all, you know, last week we got real in the weeds with MLB playoffs, and I love that. You know, I love that. But like I said, when, you know, um, when all else fails, when my life is fairly normal and, um, you know, nothing's really going on, basically when I'm trying to save money, okay, uh, there's less to talk about. But, you know, um, you know, I had my niece this past weekend, so I got stuff to talk about as far as that. And one thing I want to get into today um, are some shows. Now, if you know me, uh, people, everybody that knows me knows that I get very upset because I, you know, a lot of people have cut the cord, right? A cord cutter, meaning you do not have cable anymore. I am not one of those people. I still pay for cable. I love Food Network. I love ESPN. And I love to just hear noise, okay? So I like to go to sleep with the TV on. It's just much easier with cable. And just, you know, when you have people over, you don't got to try to find a Wi-Fi. And then you got to connect to the Wi-Fi. You got your PS4 or whatever the case is. Not not knocking. You know, I'm just a little old school, okay? Okay. Um, so with that being said, there's shows that I watch that, you know, uh, a lot of people don't watch. Okay. And there's other shows that I watch that people don't watch until those shows end up on Netflix. Now, I don't know if it's necessarily because uh, they don't have cable or because they don't think shows on cable are good. And then all of a sudden they go to Netflix and it's a big deal. So I got some shows I want to talk about that are on cable and uh, might end up on uh, Netflix eventually, if that's what you got, or Hulu, or whatever the case may be. Uh, do want to talk about uh, the, the Raiders a little bit. You know, I haven't talked about the Raiders very often, but this past game, man, was just classic Raiders. Have to get have to get into that, and I really only need to get into the first half because that's really all that mattered. I'm um, going to talk a little, about, a little bit about the NBA, which uh, starting up this week, Clippers, Lakers. And, yeah, so let's get right into it. But first... I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick, and, you know, this probably doesn't help my feeling about Netflix. And don't get me wrong. I, you know, I got Netflix. Well, I don't got Netflix. You know, I use my dad's account, uh, but the, my, the account is actually um, in my girlfriend's name. So technically everybody in the family, including my girlfriend, has an account under my dad's master account besides me. Uh, but we use the account, right? So we, I, I don't mind Netflix. We watch Netflix, you know, all the time. My only problem with Netflix is that, you know, sometimes – Dare I say I like a good commercial, right? I like that's why you know I I kind of like Hulu because it is nice to have a little break, okay? You know, um, if you're just kind of sitting there, you can't really watch Netflix shows and like text or talk or whatever. You got to be really in there, okay? And so, sometimes you know if a if if a show is an hour, it shouldn't feel like an hour. And I feel like a lot of Netflix shows feel like an hour. Now, Stranger Things doesn't, but um, some do to me, okay? But this isn't even about the shows. This is about the Netflix uh, movie world, right? So they've been coming out with all these movies, uh, you know, trying to trying to make something happen. I mean, you know, some of them are doing well, some of them aren't. I don't know if anybody here, anybody listening has heard of this 
movie that they came out with a couple months ago uh, called Tall Girl. Okay. Um, But I got a couple bones to pick with the whole premise of that movie on multiple layers. Like when you talk about different layers in an onion, like there's a million different reasons this movie should have never been made. Okay. Uh, Let's start with the first one. Well, first of all, I mean, out of all, so you're telling me Netflix, the execs of Netflix, whoever comes up with these movie ideas, all sat in a room and said, who are the disenfranchised people that we need to give a voice to? Whose story needs to be told? You know what? Tall white women. That's who, tall white blonde women, that's whose story needs to be told. That is what is missing. You know, their voices have not been heard. We need to make a movie about that. Okay, out of all the situations going on right now, that's what they chose to make a movie about. So that's my first, that's that's obviously the first problem with this movie because it it just should have never been made. Okay, to begin with. But that's the first one. You know, you choose this is what you're choosing um to to focus on right now going on in the world. This is what uh these are the people that, you know, we need to make sure their struggle is heard. Okay? That's 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 first of all. Um second of all, I will not watch this movie until they make a sequel, okay, called Short Boy. And it's about a boy who never hit his growth spurt and has been the same size since around 6th, 7th grade. And in 6th, 7th grade, he got to stand in the back of, you know, the basketball pictures. Then 8th grade came, he had to go back to the front. Uh, then ninth grade came, he was still in the front. And then he ended up in the front the whole time for the rest of his life for every single picture. Now, I don't know whose story I could be talking about, okay? Uh, he could have also been undersized and ended up playing, I don't know. Division one baseball. I don't know. I don't look. I'm just spitballing here. Okay. So I will not. That's another reason I won't watch the movie until we talk about the other disenfranchised people in the world. The Zants. The Zants. Now, like I said, Verts. Over six foot. Zants. Under six foot. We, we, where is our story? Okay. Can I get like Mark Wahlberg, Kevin Hart, Tom Cruise? Can we come together and make a story about us? Okay. As, as a people. All right, so that's another reason I'm not watching this movie. And, I mean, you really just got to watch the trailer here. Um, There is, first of all, in the trailer, they say, she says that she's 6'1", which is a, a really funny thing to kind of make the whole movie about because that's not that tall in terms of, like, life, right? Like, now I know girls hit their growth spurt sooner, Right. So maybe she was six one in sixth, seventh grade. Right. So I get that. But this is in high school. This is in high school where it's like, do you not have a basketball team? Like she is like way taller than anybody else, anybody else in the school. So I don't know what type of school if she, you know, is that like a school, you know, like a Harry Potter spinoff? Like, where where are, like, the other, like, normal-sized people? I don't understand. Um, and this is crazy because listen to how the trailer starts. This is crazy. You know that really, really tall girl that you go to school with? Would you maybe want to... 
Well, that's me. Um, never, never mind. 16 years old, six foot one and a half. Well, how's the weather up there? Nice sweatpants, Sasquatch. What'd you say to my best friend? Farida, please. Honey, you just have to be strong in the face of adversity. Really? Really? That's, 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 that's your cross to bear, huh? When you're a tall girl, it's, it's the only thing that people see. It's not the only thing I see. Wow. And look, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying that um, tall women don't have their, you, you know, things that they have to go through. Because to be honest, I've always kind of felt like it's funny um, because it would, just because of society, this would never happen, right? Because at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, I'm spoiling the movie because I read a bunch of reviews. I fell into a huge black hole over this. Um, and basically there's this tall dude that's like from Australia or some, something. He's got like a hot accent or whatever. And all the girls like him. Um, but the girl, the tall girl, has a very short best friend. Um, I guess he, he's considered normal size, but the kid, the, the, the sequel short boy could be about him because he's clearly, you know, if she's six one, I mean, it's just, it doesn't make sense. Right. Um, so spoiler alert, she, I don't know if she necessarily turns down the tall dude, but she ends up with her best friend because she is now comfortable enough in her skin to, uh, be with who she wants to be with. Right. Um, so it's like, okay, cool. And like I said, I'm not saying that you know, tall girls in high school. Because I read some, a lot of the comments, it's like, you know, I do, like, uh, there was a situ there are situations where, you, you know, we were considered the tall girl, right? And sure, as a whole, you're going to hear more people say, oh, that's the tall girl, more so than you're going to hear people say, oh, that's the short dude. Because there's probably a couple, first of all, like, unless you're, like, really short, like, there's other guys, like, around your, 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 height right um so i'm not saying that they it's not that they don't face any you know any hardships um my problem is it was just the whole thing was just done terribly terribly and i haven't even seen the movie like i said if you're gonna make a movie about like a tall girl and like you're you want her to stick out that much who cares just say she's six five like we i think the act the actress is from uh, Dance Moms. I think that's what I read. Um, but it's like nobody actually knows what her height is. People lie about stuff in movies all the time or, you know, for whatever you're – if you really wanted her to be the actress, um, just say she's 6'5", right? Like that That to me is more of like, dang, like you're hella tall. You know what I mean? Like 6'1", that's there were a good amount of girls in high school that were six one. That that's not that crazy to me. And on top of that, like I said, there's a bunch of dudes that are six one. So like she there she only had one choice of a dude in that whole high school. Like she like there was only one dude that was as tall as her, which sounds like I should have gone to that high school because I probably would have been considered taller. So sidebar on that one uh, as well. But you really need to watch this trailer. Um, and let me know your thoughts. You know, as always, Twitter, Instagram at the underscore styles files styles with an I. It's just it's it's just something to behold because I don't even know. I I think you know sometimes at work, right? You, you need a little break, and my break typically is just watching a couple movie trailers. You know, it's a Friday. You know, you worked hard, right? Uh, let's see what's coming out. And I saw it, and you know me, I had to click on it. And when I clicked on it, I really couldn't believe that. 
A, someone decided to make that movie, and B, Netflix decided to make that movie um, out of all the movies in the world that they could make. Now, I don't know if it's everything. So I know some um, in some situations, Netflix like buys the right to the movies, but they really don't. You know, they didn't really have a hand in making it. From, you know, everything that I've read, it says Netflix movie, Netflix movie, Netflix movie. So I think they came up with this bad boy, which is uh, interesting, interesting look, interesting look, you know. Um, So I had to get that off my chest because I don't know if anybody else has heard of this or or seen actually seen the movie. Please contact me if you've seen the movie. I did see some reviews like, you know, you got to watch it because it really does have a good storyline. It's like, sure, the storyline is love yourself no matter what. We get the storyline, but you didn't have to make, you know, um, make the movie based on someone being six foot and then everybody in the movie it, besides her is like five two. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, you should have just said she was six five and then everyone else could have been like average height. Um so yeah, please check out that trailer if you haven't. I've sent it to a million different people, uh, and I am boycotting it until they make Short Boy. Um, and and look, in Netflix, if you're looking for someone to direct or executive produce, that's the new thing right now. Everyone's executive producing. You know, uh, you know Drake out here executive producing. Michael B. Jordan. I mean, I could be Alan A. Styles. You know, I I, I could executive produce some thing things too. Um, so yeah, please check out that trailer if you haven't seen it. Okay, next show I want to get into that I just finished. Um, like I said, I have cable, so I know people haven't heard this word in probably a long time, but DVR. So uh, we record all the shows we like. So I recorded Snowfall, uh, and it's been you know in the DVR for a while. Finally finished it this past weekend, and man, I got a, I got a couple thoughts. Basically, if you don't know what it is, the premise is a kid, a very smart kid uh, that grows up in uh, you know the rough parts of LA. And um, basically, you know, he starts selling weed uh, with his uncle, right? He, he's kind of deciding between going to college. He doesn't really have money. Uh, his mom doesn't really have money. His dad, later in, later in the series, because uh, this, I believe, was season three, his dad was a Black Panther turned uh, drug addict, and he eventually gets clean. So that's a kind of a wrinkle of it. But, um, you know, he kind of decides not to go to college, ends up, ends up um, selling weed with his uncle and then eventually gets into selling coke. He's got like a rich friend in the valley that sells coke. Um, And then one night he's out uh, and he learns that in uh, this dude that's like from Oakland or whatever um, shows him how to make crack, right? Uh, They call it rock. So he learns how to do that and then... Uh, two seasons later has like a whole empire um also the cocaine that's being brought into the u.s uh is from the u.s government and at the very i'm not going to ruin it but it's all starting to come together um the the actor i don't know his name off the top of my head but he look he seems like he definitely watched American gangster a bunch of times uh, and I don't really mean that in a bad way I think he actually has that swag he pulls it off 
Um, it's just hard to not think about American Gangster when you watch it. But again, he's way younger than Denzel was in American Gangster. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. You know, I'm always for, you know, the new the new generation of black actors kind of making it. We got Chadwick. We got obviously Michael B. So it would be nice to see someone else kind of come into the fold um, and make some moves themselves. And like I said, that, those aren't the old, other two. There's a bunch uh, that are kind of making their moves. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. Now, I don't know if the other seasons have made it to Netflix. Uh, if they have, you should definitely check them out. Um, you should definitely check out this last season, I believe, is the best season so far. But, of course, it's on FX, so it must be trash because FX is cable. But if you watch it on Netflix, I'm sure it'll be considered great. Okay, but all I'm going to say is that that's basically the idea of the show. If that sounds like something you're into, you know, everybody loves a good drug dealer um, premise and show. So you should definitely check it out and see if um, it's your swag. Okay, another show I kind of want to recap. So I'm not see. So I don't spoil shows that actually have a plot. Right. If I just if, if it's some of my trash TV that I'm about to get into. I will spoil that plot because it'll probably just make you want to watch, okay? Or at least it'll be, I believe it'll be entertaining to listen to. So this is the second season. I talked about this show last year, uh, Temptation Island. So for those of you who, you know, uh, missed me talking about this on one of my podcasts, I don't know, probably, I mean, if it's the second season around a year ago, um, basically, the idea of this show is six couples go to an island. I think it's Hawaii, but I'm not sure. Six couples that are at like um, a crossroads in their relationship go to an island. And each couple, you know, some are some have been dating for five years, some for two years, some for one year, some for four years. So, But they've all decided, hey, we need to do this to see like where we're truly at, right? Last season was great. I think off the top of my head, I think only like two couples out of the six made it, I think. So, and you're going to learn why. So basically they go to this island um, and then for 30 days they are apart. So the six dudes, but here's the thing. The six dudes go in a house with 12 single women. The six women go in a house with 12 single dudes. Need I say more, right? So it is, it's it's pretty wild. Um, we're all, like, last season, things kind of took a while to get going. You know, people were like, ah, oh, you know. And, and it's weird because I guess basically the couples make their own rules, right? Like some couples say, hey, we're, we're really trying to see where we're at. If you, you're, you feel some type of way, do what you got to do. Some couples are like, hey, you know, you can kiss, but no, uh, no second and third base or home runs, right? Uh, some couples are like, hey, you know, don't do anything, okay? So the kicker is, and they know this now, we didn't know this last season, um, when you go on a date or really just anything that you're doing, obviously, is being videotaped. So at the end of each episode, they go to like a, um, they meet with the host and the six dudes watch videos of their watch a video, like a video clip of their girlfriend doing whatever they are doing and vice versa. Man, we are on episode two. We're on episode two and this couple who had been um, dating or I, I don't know 
if they're still considered dating uh, for four and a half years. Uh, th- this is just what they tell us. We don't know if this has been off and on, whatever the case may, may be. It says they've been dating for four and a half years, right? So the couples have to sit and watch. They don't do it for everyone, but for the first one, they sit and watch their significant other choose out of the they, – they've had like a day or a night or two with the um, – with the singles, so then all the singles come, some uh, go to the same place, and the couples go to the same place, and the host says, okay, couples, pick who you want to go on a date with. So they all sit there and go on a date. And basically what happened was uh, this this one couple in particular, they've been, been together for four and a half years, They she says, um, you know, she picks who she wants to go on a date with. And let me tell you, first of all, this dude is like a, a cool like 6'5", 240, um, like a kind of a Tyson Beckford wannabe. He's like, thinks he's super swagged up. He's 36, but like he's yoked, right? Um, so she picks him. So I'm like, first of all, I'm sitting there watching with my girl. I'm like, first of all, if you pick him, I'm looking in the mirror like something's not matching up here, right? Like I would like to think that I could probably guess who you would pick and hopefully it would be uh, somewhat similar to your boy. And I think conversely, you would probably have an idea of who I would pick. So she picks this dude um, and her they're both they're both black. But the her boyfriend is like, you know, a little scrawny or like not like he's scrawny. But like I said, this dude is freaking huge. Right. So the host asks um, the boyfriend. He's like, hey, like, how do you feel? Which is just a which is just, you know, some one of those stupid questions. He's like, what am, what is he supposed to say? But what he says is, um, you know, we came here to try to figure this situation out and. You know, I'm not handcuffing her. That That's, like, quote what he said. The girl took that as disrespect. Like, oh, so you're saying I can do whatever I want. Okay? This, this is her, like, talking in the confessional. So she goes on the date with fake Tyson Beckford. And they're going back, you know, they're going back and forth. And you know him. He's like, you know, he's sitting here saying, uh, you know, he ain't handcuffing you. So, uh, you know, I guess you could do whatever you want. You know, you could just, you you know, it's me and you. And she's like, that's right. You know, I felt some type of way when he said that. So, you know, it is what it is. Now, I don't even know. They didn't even have the date yet. This is like night two. He just knows. She just has picked him for the date. Uh, The, the evening is getting, the evening is getting um later, right? They're having drinks. She says, I'm going in my room. I'm going in my bed. And he says, well, I'm coming with you. And on the first night, they literally had sex. Four and a half year relationship. She literally had sex with them on the first night. Uh, and like for two seconds when they're done, you know, they have like the weird like black light screen, right? Where everyone looks like raccoons. She's like, oh my gosh, like what did I do? Like for literally two seconds, wakes up. And it's funny because like you don't know. So she wakes up, she's with the other girls and it happened in like the last season, last season two, where it's like when someone does something super messed up, you're like, ah, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. You know, she's sitting there crying. She's like, I just feel so messed up right now. And they're like, yeah, like, like in their mind, they're like, yeah, bruh, like that was pretty wild. It's, it's night one. And then they're, then they go to the confessional and the girl's like, you know, I didn't expect anyone to go that far on night one, but here we are, you know? So after that, they then go on their dates and basically, uh, you know, the girl who had 
relations is now on the date and um you know she's like well now i'm trying to figure out if this guy's gonna be the one i'm like sweetie i think you did this backwards you know what i mean i I don't know i don't i don't judge but it's like unless like i said unless there's something we don't know right like they weren't truly dating right we watch shows like x on the beach and it turns out they you know uh just hooked up like a couple times they weren't ever like boyfriend girlfriend like i i don't know what the deal is but basically the the last episode ends with the guys at like the bonfire and obviously what do they show uh the boyfriend they show the boyfriend the scene of her in the bed with fake Tyson Beckford, and he's literally sitting there scratching his head, and then before you see his reaction, they cut it. They cut, um, the episode ends. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Now, I know you're going to laugh when I say this, but it is on USA, but like I said, it's pretty crazy, man, and all these cable networks, they're trying to keep up with the Netflixes of the world. So, a lot of stuff is being said that I didn't even know you could say, right? Like, when you turn on FX, you're hearing F-bombs and the whole nine yards. So I don't even know what the rules are anymore. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely, if you're into that, like, think if you like Bachelor in Paradise, right, um, this has definitely got that swag. And if you are too embarrassed to watch Bachelor in Paradise, you can watch this and, you know, say, hey, you know, I don't watch that, but I mean, I'll, I don't watch Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise, but, you know, Temptation Island, like, you know, it's kind of like a Pepsi to a Coke. OK, um, so you, you should go ahead and, and check that out as well. All right. Time to get into some sports. OK, uh, and this one is going to be fairly, fairly straightforward. The Raiders played the Green Bay Packers this past weekend and the Raiders did nothing other than be the Raiders okay um in typical Derek Carr fashion I believe they were down by four at the time halftime is right around the corner they are driving down the field everything looks good we're rolling Derek Carr is 14 of 15 on completions he's rolling right now so they get to uh they get to second and goal and I don't know if anyone remembers this from a couple years back uh, I believe it was against the Cowboys, where Derek Carr, you know, if a if you try to extend the ball over the goal line and you let go and the ball goes through the goal, it's a touchback and you lose the ball. So this happened to Derek Carr a couple years ago. So you would think that uh, he would have learned from his mistake. So what happened last Sunday? Second and goal, which means what? Which means you still have two more chances to score at least you could get a field goal, bring it within one. What does Derek Carr decide to do? He tries to quarterback sneak, and they said Derek Carr ran a, I believe it was a 4-6 or a 4-7 at the combine. I don't know if that was ever true. Um, I, don't, I know he broke his foot, so maybe he's a little slower, but he's not the most fleet of foot, right? So he takes off. Uh, Packers defenders are coming in on him, and what does he do? He's right-handed, but he extends with his left hand, to try to get the ball across the pylon when he's not even close, okay? Not even close, has no awareness. Ball goes through the goal line, or goes through the end zone. Touchback, so Raiders score no points. Uh, Green Bay Packers keep their lead, score a touchdown before halftime, and Aaron Rodgers goes on to set an NFL record. And they lost, I think, like 40-something to whatever they had right before uh, Derek Carr threw the ball out of bounds or through the through the through the end zone. 
And, you know, it's just getting real, it's getting real old, you know, this is on me, da 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 I'm like, you're not, you're not young anymore, man. Like, there is no way, and like I said, I said this at nauseum on this show, you know, I don't know how I feel about the Raiders or how I will feel about them when they go to Vegas, but sure, they'll always have a place in my heart, I won't ever not be a fan, but I just don't see John Gruden going forward with Derek Carr as their quarterback in the future. I mean, you talk about ceilings, you know what you're going to get. You know, he's going to have some kind of nice fantasy point days, okay? Um, but when it comes down to it, he's not going to win you a ballgame. Now, look, don't get me wrong. They don't have all the weapons in the world, but Josh Jacobs is a stud, okay? Um, they have some decent pieces. They need, uh, obviously, a, a wide receiver, which they lost with Amari Cooper, but that's fine. Uh, they can find another wide receiver. But when you look at the quarterback position, when you know what you're going to get, it, 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 you know, I don't know, like, who's better, Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins? I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's funny because some days I'll think to myself, if Derek Carr was in Dallas, how would he look, Right. If Dak was on the Raiders, how would he look? And for as much flack as Dak gets, you see a you see a, a play like that, and Derek Carr probably has been in the league at least two to three years more than Dak, and Dak would never make a play like that, let alone twice. Not once. You know, once, okay, you learned from it two years ago. You did it again. So you just have no awareness. Now, I now People now to play devil's advocate. People say he's just trying to do all he can for his team. I get it, but that do, doing all you can for your team also means making the right play and the smart play. The smart play would have just been to run out of bounds because you have two more tries. So don't tell me he's just giving max effort. Sometimes effort isn't always smart. Okay, has anyone seen Happy Gilmore? Remember at the beginning of Happy Gilmore when Happy is standing in front of a pitching machine taking balls off his face and, like, his chest, saying he's training for the hockey season. And the argument is he's working hard. Yeah, but it's stupid as hell. Sure, he's giving it all he's got in a very stupid way, okay? Derek Carr going for that play was stupid. Was it giving all he got? Do, do Are you asking me, am I doubting he was trying his best to score? No. What I'm saying, it was stupid, and you have to be more aware than that. And now you're sitting at three and three, and it's not going to get any easier when you could have swung the momentum. Now, do they do do they lose the game either way? I don't know. Maybe, but at least you possibly have the lead going into halftime. Okay, the Packers scored, then got the ball back at halftime. It was over. All right. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know where they go. I would stay. Clearly, they're not going to get Tua because their record won't be that bad. But I would stay away from Tua either way because, and I'm talking about Tua from Alabama. I mean, God bless him. He just can't really seem to stay healthy. You know, if I'm the Raiders, you finish out this season, see if you can't get a Russell Wilson type uh, Dak Prescott fourth, third, fourth rounder sleeper. That, that's what I'm looking at right now. And at least see what you got with that because you know what you have with Derek Carr. And as of right now, um, he, he's pretty much he's pretty much capped out, right? He's he's pretty much reached his ceiling. Um, and like I said, you got to get some more weapons. Don't get me wrong. 
Um, it's not all on him. I'm just saying whenever you get those pieces together, getting those pieces together, it's still not going to be enough, in my opinion, with him as your quarterback. I think we've seen enough of Derek Carr to know, um, you know, he can go to like, I don't know, Miami or something and, and try to give them a resurgence. I don't know. But um, you, you just know what you got. And look, he's a nice guy, you know, God fearing man. Got you know you you love to see it you really do but I just I I don't know um, where you go from here once you sure up the other pieces because I and look Derek Carr God guy in Vegas City of Sin he's not gonna want to be there anyway just get him out of there you know it's easy um, okay so a little bit of NBA talk I watched majority of Clippers and Lakers uh, which was the kind of primetime game to start the season no offense to Raptors Pelicans but no Zion Kawhi's not on the Raptors anymore eh, you know this this was the primetime game uh, so the Clippers won and my biggest takeaway was even with Clay I don't know but the Warriors can't beat either of those teams um, I, I don't think not from what I've seen um, so that's kind of disheartening now with Clay you never know Splash Brothers but I don't see enough scoring or defense to stop either of those teams. And the Clippers beat the Lakers. They didn't even have Paul George, okay? LeBron looked like it was, I forget what year this is for him, but it looked like the first game in that year. He's like, AD, do what you got to do. This is a long season, my guy. You know, this. you you, you, you take this one, my G, and um, we'll, we'll get him, we'll, we'll get him, we'll get him next time, right? So, um, that was kind of my takeaway. It, it, but once, you know, like I said, I know that some people are saying that the Lakers need more scoring. That's probably true. But you really look I, – and I haven't seen a uh, – and everything came out with Clay saying that it is unlikely that he would play this season. We'll see if the Warriors did get rolling or if it was between getting like a six seed and a four seed and he was healthy enough, he would probably play. But I don't really mind if he doesn't because, like I said, they're going to need another piece. And an, a quote just came out from Giannis that if they were underperforming, it would be hard to re-sign. Um, and that's not. And look, they could win the championship this year, and then nobody would ever talk about that again. But there has been rumblings. I mean, he loves Steph, right? Loves Steph. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because right now, um, I'm looking at this Warrior team. And, you know, I, I'm just like, where D we really need to see where D'Lo is going to be, D'Angelo Russell, what he's going to be able to do for this team. Because if he is anything less than what he was with the Nets, even when Clay comes back, he's still going to need to be that. Uh, it could be a rough, rough, kind of rough year for Warriors fans and the Warriors. Um, and for your first season in Chase, I mean, you really hate to see it. But um, at least we did, we were pretty sure the Nets aren't going to go on and win the championship this year because KD's out. Uh, but, yeah, that was my biggest takeaway. Warriors ain't beating either of these teams. And they don't play uh, – yeah, um, this is Wednesday I'm recording this. They don't play today either. Um, so we're going to get to see a couple more teams. And obviously it's early, early, early. I'm just looking at what is on the paper and on the roster. And it doesn't make me feel great. It doesn't make me feel outstanding. Um, but I hope I get proved wrong. You know, hey, Steph for MVP. Let's at least get something like that. Um, okay, and, and maybe it's not the worst thing in the world, right? They 
don't make the playoffs to get bounced first round, just like what's been happening. You know, this is the first time LeBron had that break. Now, obviously, LeBron went for like seven, eight years. Uh, Warriors went for four? Yeah, four, I think. Actually, if you're... If you're counting, um, yeah, I think it's five if you're counting the before KD years. So it would be nice for them to get a little break. Why not? Okay. So I had, I've alluded to it to start the show, and now I am getting into it. So like I said, my niece came over this past weekend, and I had said it on the last show. Um, look, first of all, I, we ended up going to Scandia, right? She loved it. She made us go on go-karts twice, which was uh, the most expensive Right, right. Uh, but it was a great time. Scandia, those are one of those places that like kind of looks a little rundown off the freeway. They're doing. I think they're doing okay, man. I think they're doing okay. I mean, three people we spent over. We spent about a hundred bucks, um, and we were we were there for like three hours. But you got to think, we're not really the biggest demo they're getting. They're going for the the bigger parties and the birthday parties. So, you know, good, shout out to Scandia for for staying true. You know, there's a Dave and Buster's and all the different type of stuff that are trying to take their spots but the thing about Dave and Buster's they don't re- they have all indoor stuff like Scandia has miniature golf go-karts and they have batting cages bumper boats that were awful so if you ever go to Scandia the bumper boats are a waste of uh tokens or tickets or whatever um got in the batting cage you know um wasn't as washed as I thought I really wasn't it, what's crazy to me is this thing has the audacity you pay for 25 balls it has the audacity to say this machine will throw balls and strikes the hell it will. I'm paying for strikes. So I'm in there swinging that stuff in my eyes just because I'm like, I'm not in there taking. Okay. Like I paid my money. I got to swing at everything. Right. Like, when am I going to, when am I going to come back to this? Uh, maybe sooner than you think, since I didn't do that bad, but Scandia was a great time. Um, so I would definitely suggest it. It's in Fairfield. It's kind of just like a fun retro day. Uh, didn't get the food. Right. But, um, yeah, they got arcade games and all that good stuff. It was a lot of fun. Now, what's funnier to me, I think, is hanging out with my niece always kind of reminds me of, like, the future that that's coming and little things that you don't realize you have to deal with uh, when you have children. The first, like, going to the park, and I think I might have talked about it next time or last time. Going to the park is always an adventure because, like, kid etiquette is wild. Right. Like, how are you and like where you stand and nobody knows anyone's story. Right. It's me, my girlfriend and my niece. I don't know if people thought it was our kid or whatever the case is. Nobody knows anybody's story. You're not going to ask. Right. Um, so we're on this like safe. It's like a seesaw, but it's a safe version. It's very safe. No one's going to fall off this thing. And, you know, we're on the seesaw and there's like a little place where you can stand in the middle. So we're standing in the middle and, you know, this kid's like, I want to join. And he's probably, I don't, I don't know. I'm bad with ages. My niece is six and she, she's tall for her age, but she was like towering over him. So I think he was probably about three. Okay. Uh, four at the, at the oldest. So he's like, I want to hop on the seesaw and like the dad or the person, the adult that he was with um, is just kind of, you know, standing there. The kid hops on the seesaw. We're all just like seesawing. And it's, you know, it's always funny because like the dad like starts making small talk and we're like, yeah, that's crazy, you know. And then it gets to like three to five minutes in and I'm like, all right, I'm just out here seesawing and we're just seesawing in silence. Okay. Um, So I'm just like, uh, 
you know, to my niece, like, you want to go on, go want to go back on the monkey bars, right? So we go on the monkey bars. Who's coming behind us? The kid. So the kid now is following us to the monkey bars. My niece is on the monkey bars. The kid is like not even close to like, you know, being able to do the monkey bars. So the, and, and the funny part was like, we said our like awkward goodbye, like have a good one. And then literally like 30 seconds later, the kid comes with us to the monkey bars. So now the dad guardian is with them at the monkey bars. Uh, and, you know, now all of a sudden that my niece doesn't want to do the monkey bars, right? Because kids love following. They don't love, they hate being followed, right? So uh, we had, at, at Scandia, I won my niece this very nice um, purple bouncy ball. And we had brought it to the, to the park because, you know, I'm trying to get her very close to the, you know, it's, it's, she's six. I started playing baseball when I was six or seven. It's it's almost softball age, right? We're, we're, get, we're getting into it. We're getting into it. Um, and she's very coordinated, very athletic. She's good at everything she does. So I'm like, I mean, full ride, full ride, you know, uh, Title Nine, you'll get your full ride, right? So, you know, we she's done with the monkey bars because this kid is like, you know, all over her. Then... I say, hey, you want to go play with the ball? Want to play catch? We go and play catch, and all I hear is, I want to play too. The kid hops over, comes over and starts playing catch. And like I said, he's way younger. So we're literally, like, my niece, she's catching, like, 80% of the balls and throwing them back. We're having a catch. We're playing catch. And, you know, this kid comes over. Uh, The dad is, like, kind of like 10 feet away. Um, he was cool. You know, he's cool. You know, he was very nice. Like, and it's just one of those things like, what are we going to say? No, he just came over and just started playing with us. And so I'm like on one side and those two are on the other. So I'm kind of like throwing it to one and then throwing it to the other. And then like my girlfriend kind of came over. So we're like kind of doing like a, a four way catch type of deal. And it's funny because um, it's these awkward situations where like I threw a ball and it was my niece's turn but like the kid as the she I think she like dropped the ball or maybe it was a bad throw on my part, but the kid starts bolting towards the ball. And um he like grabbed it first and my niece grabbed it and like I said, she's bigger than him, so she just kind of pulled it away, right? And you know, my girlfriend goes, Oh, you know, uh be sure to share. And then it it was this awkward moment where when I was kind of like you know, well, you know, it was her turn, right? And I don't know if the dad guardian heard me say that, but I'm like, it was her turn. I'm like, look, she just learned how to do turns and share probably about a year ago, right? Like a year, maybe two years ago. So now we can't expect her at six years old to know, okay, well, this kid is younger than me. So even though it's my turn... I'm going to let him go. Right. So I'm just like, let's well, let's let her know she is doing the right thing. Um, It was just kind of awkward because she kind of just pulled it out of his hand. And I just purposely didn't look at the dad guardian because like this is awkward. Right. So it went on for about uh, it felt like forever, but it probably was only 10 minutes. And the kid finally gets tired and goes away. You know, the dad's like, thanks. Thanks for, you know, thanks, you know, for like playing with them. We're like, oh, no problem. You know, I'm just like, me and me and my niece just look at each other like finally right so we keep playing catch and then all of a sudden the tables turn and she sees um you know a couple girls doing the monkey bars and 
the uh and she's really competitive right um she was like crying she got like a hole in one at miniature golf at six which was outstanding but like when she didn't she was just like upset and i'm like yeah we're we're definitely like throwing a tantrum like yeah we're definitely related you know what i mean i had to like talk her out of it i'm like now i know how all my coaches felt when you know i went like oh for five right um so now she sees some girls doing the monkey bar stuff like that and they're kind of her age now right and you know they're a little they're, or maybe probably a little older and there's a couple things that she wasn't tall enough to do so she just she's like i want to do the monkey bars and we're like bruh you already did the monkey bars like multiple times right like why you want to do the monkey bars now so she just goes over to the monkey bars and just like is not even tr- she's just watching these girls do it just like an like a very funny like kid stare just watching them do it uh and it was funny because my girlfriend was like can you imagine if can you imagine if like adults were like that right like if i see someone looking at me on bart too long i'm like what's up like what's the deal like kid in kid world that's just what you do it's like hey you're gonna do this i'm gonna stare at you and then i'm gonna do it and then you can stare at me too if you'd like and then i only want to do stuff that other people are doing right i don't want to do anything that no one is doing because what's the fun in that um so yeah kid etiquette is something that is very fun to very fun to watch and i can only imagine if you like were high it would just be like hilarious or it would just like freak the hell out of you because you'd be like what is going on like stop staring at each other please and stop following each other around um but yeah man that was the crux of my weekend and it was great it was great you know made her a cup of noodles um you know, she had fun at Scania. That's all that really matters. It was a a great time. Um, can't wait to do it again in a couple months. All right. Uh, but that's all the time I got for y'all today. Thank you for listening. As always, have a good rest of your week. Have a good weekend. Stay safe out there. All you uh, fall lovers, I'm sure you're enjoying your pumpkin spice lattes and things of that nature. Halloween's coming up soon. I have no clue what I'm going to be. If you have any suggestions, please contact me uh, and let me know what you think I should be at the underscore styles at the underscore styles file styles with an I. That's Twitter and Instagram. And until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.